right, welcome back to another episode of Evansville Underground Music. I have RJ Halstead with me here tonight. Just put yes, out yes. an amazing, a pretty long set. How many songs do you think you played? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I played a over good... Over a dozen? Over, yeah, definitely over a dozen. I think it was like probably around 20, 22 songs, 23 songs probably. Wow. <laughs> Then, then a then a random one at the end where I just kind of like guessed and I was like, oh, let's just let's just pull this one out. Everybody wanted the heavy stuff, so I was like, all right, let's do it. Dude, I want to talk. I want to get into that, but uh, um, well, let's go there since we're already there. <laughs> you, the last two songs, you pulled out this. What do you even call this thing? Uh, it's a cigar box guitar. It's I, but. It, it's a technically it's a cigar box guitar, but I I didn't make it out of a cigar box. I made it from scratch. You made it. I made it. So I just went out and I bought the wood. I made like the box form. It's uh, made out of poplar. It's made out of um, oak, mahogany, and oh no, that's it. Yeah, mahogany, oak. Excuse me, and uh, and poplar. I actually have a tattoo on my back calf that's like my cigar box. So it's like here's your popular leaf, your poplar leaves, your cedar leaves, and then your your oak leaf right there. So I hear what you're saying, but I want to know the true story. You went down to the crossroads, and the devil hooked you up with pretty much, yeah, cigar box guitar yep. and tattooed you on <laughs> that's, your way out. That's pretty much what happened. I just I just have to tell this story so nobody knows about it. <laughs> I mean, but but seriously, when that thing came out, it so you you would. Describe yourself as a country musician, I take it? Uh, yeah, country Americana, like uh, folk folk artist for sure. Just kind of singing about things that have happened in my life and experiences, things like that. But Just, I know it's hard to always put music into a genre, but as a listener, I would say that was like a, a, a bluesy country type of feel until the cigar box came out. Yeah. And that was some next level stuff, man. <laughs> is that new to you? Is this something new? No, that's... it's not really new. That's probably the oldest thing in my soul. Uh, if, if we kind of like backtrack all the way into high school, like I used to play in bands, kind of like your emo slash like screamo metal band. And I used to scream and play bass Okay. in bands in high school. We like won battle those bands like a couple of different times and we... It was fun. I liked playing that type of music, but I ended up going to school uh, in Madison, and then I was like, one of my. I actually went to school with a couple of buddies that I was actually in that band in Madison, and uh, it was both the guitar players. I'm like, hey, show me some chords on the guitar, and they right. showed me some chords, and then like it's just been. Ever since then, I've been just learning and like starting to write my own songs, and things just like clicked in my brain. I'm like. Oh, I like all this other music. I used to hate country music, and now I love it. What's what's happening? Right, I'm I'm right there with you. Same. Yeah, it's like, it's it's so weird how things like that just happen overnight. Yeah, music gets put into certain genres, and then you know, for me, I I put it in a compartmentalize it somewhere where it's like, oh, okay, this music I don't like, and then I hear like a musician do it that fits in that genre, yes. but do it differently, and and you know, for me, it feels a big thing if you can feel the emotion in the music and. That's something that, you know, holds true with you. Like, definitely can feel the emotion in the, as you're playing. You know? And I, I think that's, like, a big part of certain musicians. Like, yeah, you can be a songwriter and you can write songs. And I'm not, 
I'm not like hating on anybody who writes songs that that doesn't really show emotion. I I think they're just trying to figure out like who they are, what's their voice, how can they how can they project that emotion through their music. Mm -hmm. And I think until you find that, it's it's just hard because when I first started writing music, like I go back and I flip through my books of like of my lyrics and like, nope, shit, 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 shit. That song's crap. Like I, this is horrible because they, they didn't mean anything to mm -hmm. me. I just started writing songs I'm like, oh yeah, this song sounds good. I rhyme this word with this word. Right. And but then like once you actually start, I think living life and experiencing things. I think those are probably the best songwriters out there. People who have actually have gone through some shit, who've mm -hmm. had, who've lived a shitty life, who like those are some of my idols. Like there's a guy I listen to, Benjamin Todd. He's a he's a frontman for a Lost Dog uh, street band, and the guy used to hop trains just to get from one part of the country to the other part of the country. He was a heroin addict, oh, and he right. just he he went through some shit yeah, yeah and like you can hear it in his songs like and when he sings it it's it's hard and there was a there was a interview done with him and his uh partner and she was saying she's like there's some songs that he has written that we won't even release because really? i don't feel comfortable releasing that to the public because once you release a song it's everybody's song it's not just it's not just your feeling anymore it's everybody's feeling wow and it's just like okay this is insane to like think about it like that because once you do write a song and you start singing it's just like now everybody knows that everybody knows that feeling everybody right. knows what you went through but it some things you just have to keep to yourself like you might write the best song in the world but nobody's gonna hear it because i don't want them to hear it wow so what's Jody and I were just talking about a lot of this on the earlier podcast and um yeah that I mean you're up in front of people you're you're getting vulnerable you're getting like yeah. this is me up in front of strangers you mm -hmm. know that's that takes a lot of courage man yeah it's it's it was definitely in the beginning I remember I I, I remember my first like paid gig ever it's like I made like 50 bucks and I was like oh this is cool I'm actually getting paid for singing songs that I wrote this is really cool and then like literally nobody showed up like my mom and my aunt drove up from Illinois uh to this just this this little shithole bar in Janesville that was like literally falling apart like I'm, I'm not like dissing on the bar at, at all like you know, I love I love my little shithole bars every mm -hmm. once in a while. They're mm -hmm. they're fun to go to, oh, yeah. and those are the places where you actually meet like real people and you get to feel their experiences and like you just it's fun. And yeah, but like my mom and my aunt and my uncle, they drove up like two two and a half hours or something like that to Janesville, and you don't have to come. And they just like showed up, and my mom was like literally in North Carolina, like that day flew back got back in a car and like drove to i'm like you're wow. nuts i'm like she's like oh and i brought all this shit back from you from the outer banks i'm like jesus christ <laughs> like, of course but yeah it was that's gotta almost be tougher in some ways you know strangers getting vulnerable is one thing but like real family and you're laying yeah, yourself out there and can... th like like there was one song I played tonight, like I, I mentioned saying, you know, okay, this is a song that my mom always asked me to play, like whenever she's like at a show or something. And it's just like, I, 
I hate playing that song, but tonight I was just like, I'm just going to do it. You know, why not? Like, I played a bunch of songs tonight that I normally would not have, but I think the underground music, like, culture here and the people who show up, like, you have a lot of regulars, but you also have new faces every single time, which is super cool, and I love to see that, like, more and more people find out about it, and it's... I think it's a place where you can be vulnerable when you want to be and just like, I'm going to do this. I haven't done this in a long time, but I'm going to try it. And the crowd's really forgiving if you do screw up. And they, most of the time they don't even know because they never heard the song before. Huh. If you screw it up, screw it up, whatever. That's interesting. I never thought about that. So when you come to Evansville Underground Music, is it's got to have a different feel than playing in a a bar or like other yes you would play yes um after once everything kind of like shut down for a while with this virus going through i my first show back was at a bar and i don't i'm not for it anymore i've decided that i'm not going to play bar shows anymore i'm not going to play three i don't want to play three hour sets of cover tunes i think i have like one more show that's like a three hour set of cover tunes and maybe a couple of a couple of original sprinkled in there but i don't know they're just not for me people mm-hmm. aren't listening you're mm-hmm. just you get done with the song and then it's just like all you hear is just people talking in the background uh, there's like right. nobody like saying yeah great. Right. you know i like that song or i like this it's like not saying that like you really need that as a songwriter but when you're going out there and putting your songs out like it'd be nice at least if somebody paid attention right making that connection with the yeah yeah. that's like for me when i go up for live music i'm not going out to see a a cover band play at a bar it's just it's not my thing i just i don't do that i i like to find the little hole in the wall places and just be that one person who shows up that this person has no idea who you are and they're like oh my god somebody came to my show uh-huh. like because that means a hell of a lot more than them going to a bar and there's 50 people there who aren't paying attention and then they go to this little coffee shop or a little open mic and there's one person there sitting there and they're like cheering them on like this is awesome right like, you're you're a great musician keep going yeah like you have talent like i think that means a hell of a lot more than just going to the bar scene and it's i guess it's a necessity sometimes like if you're if that's what you're doing and you need to make a living off of music and i I get it that's where your money's at they pay a hell of a lot more for people to play covers and i get it like i did make more money playing cover songs but it's soul sucking right jody and i were just talking jody mcgill and i were just talking about um songwriting and she was just saying how it'll just come to her at the strangest times Mm -hmm. and She's got to almost just stop the world and go yeah. and just like get it while while the moment lasts, you know. Yep, for sure. Um, it Same happens. Same for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like even earlier today, like I was just like kind of like warming up and like ramping up for like shows again. I kind of played a few songs and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna go through like I'm gonna I'm gonna write a set list, you know. I'm gonna write a set list and then I got distracted and I started playing. I'm like, that sounded cool and I started writing things. I'm like. Oh, then like a tune cut, like a melody went through my head. And I, I do this thing where I mumble sing. Mm-hmm. 
over like chords first and like oh this is how i want it to go and then like as i'm mumble singing like a phrase will come out and it will it'll just be like the weirdest little phrase and i'm like oh that's it and then like songs pop out like that i i think some of my best songs that i've written are literally songs that i've written in 20 minutes yeah songs that i've spent years on i i go back and i'm like no this is crap Uh this is crap because you're not feeling it it's like it but it it, i like i completely agree with her they hit you at the the strangest times and when they hit you they hit you and you can write them right then and there and then that's the song it's like i'm i'm done yeah and then that's it wow it's it's really cool it's super it's super weird like how that works because like when i was in high school and i i was in this like your screamo emo band and like we need to write a song let's sit down let's get together and write songs it's like that's not how this shit works and but like when you're young you don't really know that and you don't i guess nobody ever really knows like how to write songs i guess there are people who like literally sit down and like this is what we wanted to sound like this is how this happens and this is what i want to be here and but i know i but i think a lot of folk singers or a lot of singer songwriters like that are just like playing guitar and just like writing about life it just things just pop up and it happens and they write it right then and there and then that's it yeah i think that's probably how a lot of people work yeah 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 i think the the greatest art you know jody and i were talking you know it's probably comparable to you know when you see a basketball player in the flow state or whatever you know something like that it's that of course something outside of you just like comes through you, you yeah it's pretty cool yeah it, it is cool it's kind of like when uh <laughs> like right now like they're counting down for Giannis when he's shooting his free throw and he's just like he says no i just block everybody out and he has like that huge like okay i'm gonna take 30 seconds just to throw one basket for my for my free throw and like the crowd is just literally like counting down and like they're just like in his face but he just like blocks everything out he's just like because he's in the zone like he's like basketball just like takes over his body and he's in the zone and even though the suns are up on the bucks right now but like he, he does this he does this th- i remember that you're a basketball fan right uh i do i i used to like basketball um much more when i was younger um when you know like when jordan was in the league and things like that and after a while i kind of just like straight away but i I still keep up on a little bit i I won't spend my hours like watching games Mm -hmm. or like looking into it but i do like I do like it every That's once a big in a while. deal in Wisconsin right now. We yeah. got a, you know, a basketball team that's been around a while and they're relevant all of a sudden. And they're, well, they're in the championship, right? I, I think, mean, yeah, that is that is true. And like, because I was I was always a Bulls fan because I like I grew up in Illinois. I was all like Chicago is like Michael Jordan, right? Is my right. yeah, is my Scottie deal. Scotty Pippen, Steve Kerr, Tony Rodman, Kukoc, Dennis all, Rodman, yeah. Horace Grant. Yeah. You got you got all of them. Then. Yeah, you got you got to get BJ Armstrong in there. That's that's true. But yeah, it's it's super cool. Like you know, and just seeing how the league has changed. But mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. I I did like basketball when I was younger. It was it was always fun growing up watching it. But now it's like I, it's not really my thing. But what I was gonna say is I think the Bulls like when they were the fir- the first first team to seventy wins in a actual like league or, like an actual like NBA like. Um, 
season. Yeah. In a season, they were, the Bulls were the first team to ever make 70 wins, and I think on their 70th win, I think they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Because oh. I remember having a poster as a kid, and it was like, first to 70 and it was like a picture of like jordan like going up against the like the milwaukee bucks and like you had like a picture of horace grant and like scotty pippen and things like that but yeah it was super cool yeah i, I do like my sports here and there yeah that's cool well i gotta tell you rj um we're gonna keep this we're gonna wrap this up but um the the box shoe box what'd you call it uh cigar box cigar, cigar. box guitar that was next level and uh um, your whole the, everything was really awesome tonight. thank you that, that uh cigar box was a real treat whipping that out tonight and um i don't know man i think you're onto something i know you said that was something you used to do <laughs> but i i don't know that uh i'd love to hear more yeah, cigar box stuff next time you some play for um some like old school like appalachian like pig squeal growls i Dude, guess yeah, i think i think that's growl, yeah it's kind of <laughs> remind me it's Dirty blues. Yeah. yeah, dirty blues, but dirtier. There you go. Yeah. Like dirtier it's it's blues. dipped in mud, but then dipped in shit after that. Ooh, so it's like yeah. super dirty. Yeah. Did you know the story about that, Joe? He got that down at the crossroads, and oh. left with a tattoo. You'll yeah. have to listen to the no, podcast. I, listen to the podcast. <laughs> I, just, I just walked in, so yeah. RJ, where can people find you? Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much wherever you want to listen to music. Like I, I have it all. It's out there. It's even like sites that I don't even know of. It's because I pay for something and they sh they send it to wherever the hell they want to send it. But what about if somebody wants to get an album or you come got shirts? To, you got come to a show. Yeah. Just come to a show. Like normally, I just give shit out for free. You know, if you want to throw me money, that's fine. But it's I'm not I'm not here to make money. We're honored to have you, brother. Thanks for coming out to Evansville Underground Music. Yeah. Love you. Can't wait for the next show. Thank you so much. Right. It's been a pleasure. Good night.